Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network as the NBA has Hit its all-star break. So congratulations to the players who get some time off and, you know, the teams can uh, kind of assess where they are at this point. You know, some teams are still trying to uh, gel together with maybe new acquisitions uh, that that they got at the trade deadline or just trying to see what their team's going to be for this final stretch of the regular season. It's amazing. It's like the NBA hits its all-star break. And there's like 20-something games left in the regular season. You play an 82-game season. They've already played close to 60 games. And now you hit the all-star break, and then we're going to get ready for just this quick, well, not quick, but we're going to have this run to get to the playoffs and exactly what is going to happen with the play-in rounds, who is going to avoid being a seventh seed. I think those are the races that are most interesting now in the NBA as opposed to who's going to get the one seed, the two seed, the three seed. It, the most important races now are teams that will try, the teams that are between six and seven. What can you do to avoid being the six seed? And I think those are the teams that we're going to have to start focusing in on when it comes to teams to play on down the stretch. In the Eastern Conference, the Boston Celtics are currently the six seed. They are a half game up on the Raptors. The Nets are two and a half games back. And you have the Hornets and the Hawks at nine and ten. On the outside, you have Washington, who is just one game out of the ten spot. The Knicks, well, they're out of it. Uh, Actually, no, the Knicks really aren't really out of it. The Knicks are actually... Uh, three, the Knicks are three and a half games out or four and a half games out. So there's a chance that they could get the 10 seed. The Pacers are out of it. Pistons are out of it. Magic are out of it. Those are teams that you might look to fade down the stretches. They're just going to be getting draft picks. In the Western Conference, Denver holds the six seed. They're two and a half games up on Minnesota. Four and a half games up on the Clippers. Portland holds the 10 seed. Portland is two games up on the Spurs and the Pelicans. And then the Kings, four and a half back. Maybe there is a chance. I don't think so. 
and then the Thunder and the Rockets. So the teams that I would be looking to fade for the remainder of this season, Rockets, Thunder, Kings, Magic, Pistons, Pacers. Those would be teams to fade, which is kind of crazy to say because uh, I've been talking about you know pretty much all season about how the Oklahoma City Thunder are the second best team in the NBA against the spread. You know, they have the, let's see, fourth worst record in the NBA. 18 wins, 40 losses. But they're 35-19-4 and four against the spread. That's second to only Memphis in terms of the ATS record this season. So, yeah, I mean, as much as I want to fade them, <laughs> this is a team that just covers games. It's amazing. Let's take a look at their stretch, the, the, their run here for the remainder of the season, their next couple of games. So, OKC, after the break, will take on Phoenix. That's going to be a loss. Then it's Indiana, Sacramento. See, bad teams playing each other is something that I don't like uh, because we don't really have an edge uh, one way or another. Uh, Denver, Minnesota, got a couple of games. I guess they're going to be playing some bad teams. But um, just be careful fading OKC because of how many times they have actually covered this year. So they'll lose the game, but they'll cover, which is uh, what they say, you know, good teams win, great teams cover. Maybe they're just a great team right now. Uh, teams that you know are in that mix, Boston, Toronto would be like teams that I would buy in on. Same thing with Denver and Minnesota. I'd buy in on. Like, let's take a look at Boston. Boston's an interesting team. Boston is a half game up on Toronto for that six seed. They were the hottest team in the NBA before they lost to the Pistons. And I know what you're saying. How the heck did they lose to the Pistons? I still don't know how they lost to the Pistons. But maybe this is a team that won eight straight games and uh, actually more than that. What? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine straight games. um, 11 of their last 12. And maybe they just checked out already. And they go and they're like, all right, the all-star break is here. We're playing a terrible team in uh, Detroit, and we could just cruise to a victory and credit the Pistons for playing hard, and they got themselves a win. But looking at Boston now moving forward, they, I think, are a team to buy in on. And take a look at them in each of these games moving forward because they will be a team highly motivated to stay in that sixth spot. Because they know that the Raptors are breathing down their necks. And so are the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets, they play the Nets the first game after the All-Star break. That's going to be an important win for them. Then they play Detroit and Indiana. Those two games will be auto-fires for the, the Pistons. Because when you are in a playoff push, when you are in a race for a seed, you cannot lose games to bad teams. You just can't. And so, yeah, there might be, there are going to be some games where they'll lay an egg. There'll be some games where they won't be good. 
But you can lose to Atlanta. You can lose to Memphis. You can lose to Brooklyn. You can lose to Charlotte. You cannot lose to Detroit, Indiana, Sacramento, OKC. You can't lose those games. So I will be buying in on the Boston Celtics when they play those two games, Saturday the 26th and Sunday the 27th, back-to-back on the road in Detroit and in Indiana. Win-win, cover, cover. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter, at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. The MVP market is getting very interesting because ESPN's MVP poll 2.0 came out here on Thursday. Now, what is that? Well, I believe it's uh, Tim Bontemps, who is a longtime um, NBA writer, now with ESPN. He was at the Washington Post and the New York Post before that. Uh, But Tim Bontemps does, he used to do, and he still does, an MVP poll. And what he does is he asks a hundred different media members for their MVP votes. And they treat it exactly how they would treat the actual MVP ballot, right? So you do your voting based on how you would do your voting for the MVP. You give out your first place votes, your second place votes, your third place votes, and so on and so forth. And so after the second version of the straw poll, 100 media members voted, and Joel Embiid finished in first. 45 first place votes, a total of 789 points. He was also, <coughs> excuse me, the only player selected to all 100 ballots. And I get it. He has had an incredible season this year. Joel Embiid, he just became, uh, he's, he just had his ninth 40-point, 10-rebound game this season. And only James Harden, <coughs> excuse me, and Russell Westbrook had done that more times in a season over the last 30 years. So you had Russell Westbrook did it um, 12 times in the 2016-2017 season. James Harden did it 10 times in the 2018-2019 season. Those are the only players in the last 30 years to have more than nine games of 40 points and 10 boards. And Joel Embiid's got 20-somewhat games left to do him, do it more than that. He's had a great season this year. Okay? No doubt about it. Nikola Jokic, second place. 43 first place votes. He finished with 754 points. Rounding out the rest of the list, Giannis, third. Steph Curry, fourth. Chris Paul, fifth. John Morant, sixth. And our guy, DeMar DeRozan, seventh. I do believe, though, that this vote, a lot of this vote took place before DeRozan had this incredible streak. And if they did this vote this weekend, he would be higher on the list. But not enough to surpass Joel Embiid right now. 
But the question is, can Joel Embiid continue this success? And will the addition of James Harden mess with Joel Embiid's momentum? We will head out to Philadelphia. We will be joined by Ryan Rothstein, host of the Philadelphia CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers for us here at VSIN. We'll get his thoughts on Joel Embiid for the MVP, his thoughts on Philadelphia and their chances to win the Eastern Conference, and of course, reaction to the James Harden trade. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is the look ahead here on VSIN. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. In the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Now joining us is the host of our Philadelphia CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. He is Ryan Rothstein. Ryan, thanks for joining us here, staying up late with us out there in Philly. Uh, we never sleep out here, Scott. <laughs> it's a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. That's New York. Don't try to steal that, okay? Uh, but uh, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's talk about the Philadelphia 76ers. I just got done talking about Joel Embiid and his MVP case. We'll get to that in just a minute, but first, you, what was your initial reaction to the James Harden trade? And now that you've been hearing all the quotes, you know, from everybody, what's the anticipation level? What can you expect once he joins this team after the All Star break? I mean, obviously, when it when it first gets announced, 
I, do we have enough time? I mean, I can just list, you know, 10,000 adjectives to describe the emotion of probably the entire city and wherever 76ers fans are, Scott, it's relief. It's shock. It's excitement. And then when you let the dust settle a little bit, at least like the, the hardcore basketball X's and O's, I guess, if you will, fans, there are plenty of us that are, that are questioning this, but listen, we'll get into it. I'm sure overall you have a dude sitting on the couch, eating Doritos in Ben Simmons, uh, refusing to ever wear a 76ers Jersey. Again, you get a 10 time all-star in return an NBA regular season MVP in return. Sure. There's plenty of flaws and concerns that we can address Scott, but overall you, you can't be anything but elated because now Joel Embiid finally has a player of that elk that he can play alongside as a ball handler. So overall, it's just, it's shock, it's joy. Uh, and, and now it's, it's ready to play ball whenever Harden comes back from the injury. Do you think that with Harden on the floor, it might take away from Joel Embiid's numbers a bit? Or do you think that he'll continue to have this incredible season that he's been having? I, I mean, takeaway is is negative, right? So that that that's how I interpret it. I, I know you're not being literally negative, although you might be. But um, listen, you know. I'm an, I'm a very anti James Harden guy. So uh, I tweeted I, out two years ago when he made the trade <laughs> to the Nets. I said I can't wait to fade the Nets in the playoffs because I just know yeah. that James Harden's not a winning player when it comes to playoff time. And I'll do the same thing here with the 76ers. No offense, but in terms of like Joel Embiid's MVP case. The numbers he's putting up now, you would imagine they would have to take a slight dip with James Harden dominating more of the possessions. Well, first thing, I'm going to send you a James Harden 76ers jersey, <laughs> so we'll have to get your address uh, You know, when I'm done the segment. I'm looking forward to that. Number two, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you want James Harden to, quote, take away from Joel Embiid's numbers in a sense, you know, there was a, a stretch of time throughout the, the season here at one point, Scott, where, you know, I'm talking to friends, I'm talking to some insiders that are even there every night covering practices and the team. And I'm like, Embiid's doing too much. Like mm. we're all sitting here saying, wow, like he's putting up Wilt Chamberlain numbers, breaking Wilt Chamberlain franchise records. I mean, we all know what he's doing. Anyone that's following the NBA, let alone the team. Uh, but it's a little bit too much for a guy that, has a history of injuries, has a history of liking his chicken sandwiches and milkshakes a little bit too much <laughs> that has a history of only playing 55 to 65 games in a regular season. So we're sitting there like four to eight weeks ago, Scott saying, oh, bleep. I mean, is this really the direction and the path that we want to go down? He's sustained it. And you have to give this dude a ton of credit. I mean, he has evolved, at least for now, knock on wood, man. I don't want to jinx him, but he has been consistently available uh, and he's been absolutely dominant, but that's a good problem to have. And that's going to be a luxury to hopefully take some of that pressure off of Joel Embiid. When you have a guy like James Harden, the, the question Scott is, can they figure out how to balance it? Because they can't take too much away from one another. No, absolutely. Uh, and I'm excited kind of to watch Harden play the two-man game. You know, we saw a little bit of it in Houston when he had Clint Capella and and uh, not so much in Brooklyn. But I'm very curious to see the pick-and-roll game with Joel Embiid and how that's going to work out. Uh, the Sixers right now, 
Ryan, are 35 and 23. They're currently the three seed in the Eastern Conference. Their odds to win the Eastern Conference are plus 350. They're right there with the Milwaukee Bucks behind the Brooklyn Nets. Where would you rank them in terms of your odds to win the Eastern Conference? Um, I, I got a little bit of my my filliness uh, in me earlier tonight, I guess last night at this point, and I tweeted out, uh, at Wise Rye, give me a follow. I, I tweeted out that the 76ers are, you know, one of the two best teams in the East right now. I, I think you could say that. I don't think I'm wrong, but I think you could say that about more than two teams right now in the Eastern Conference, and I don't think you're you're wrong. I think we could pick right now, Scott, four to six teams in the Eastern Conference, and we could deem them one or two, regardless of where they stand, and we'd probably both be right. So the East is completely wide open. James Harden coming into the fold is exciting, but how much of a uh, bump in the road, if any, is that going to cause down the stretch? We only have 20 games and change left. So I give the 76ers as good of a chance as anybody, as long as this dude, number 21, Joel, the process and beat is healthy. I, I don't know how you can't uh, put him in the conversation and atop of that conversation. All right. So uh, have you played and will you play plus 350 on the Sixers to win the East? No, so I do not like that number. Um, you know, I, I do a weekly crossover with uh, Will Hill, host of the New York City cast. And I remember doing our weekly crossover in December, late December. And uh, Joel Embiid was 40, 50 to one odds yeah, to win MVP. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that. I was like, dude, I'm going to jump all over this. <laughs> and he's like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling Will out. He's not here to defend himself. And the 76ers were like 20 to one to win the East. I loved them then uh, because I, I like to look for the value and, and the buy low spots in the futures market. There's none of that when you're talking about Embiid for MVP or the 76ers plus 350 number that you see right there. Yeah, I'm on, uh, I bought in on DeMar DeRozan at 50 to one to be the MVP. He's down to 22 to one now. And uh, that straw poll that Tim Bontemps took uh, from ESPN yeah, it's great and all, and, and he's got the Rosen at seven, and everyone's voting for Embiid and Jokic, but obviously those votes have been tallied over the past couple of, you know, maybe a week or so, two weeks or so. I think if they did the vote now this weekend, after the stretch of games that DeMar DeRozan has had, he'd be a lot higher on that list. Possibly. I think he could be a little bit higher, but... I think the frustrating part, and this only isn't in the NBA, and, and I'd like your thoughts on this, but... It's like a narrative award, especially in the NBA. It's his turn, their turn, you know, and, and it just seems like this year, it feels like Joel Embiid's turn. And I know that sounds maybe even idiotic and crazy, but barring injury, this is Joel Embiid's award. And I know I sound like a homer, you know, the guy from the Philadelphia City cast, but I, th that's just the truth. I think DeMar DeRozan has been unbelievable. And I think you're onto something with the Chicago Bulls futures market because they're getting no love Scott and they have a guy that is playing like an MVP in DeMar DeRozan yeah and I think for me for the DeRozan argument the Bulls are the number one seed right now in the Eastern Conference right if they finish the season as the number one seed in the Eastern Conference we're talking best player best team here right yeah and yeah. if you want to talk about narrative he's doing it while Levine's injured Ball's injured Caruso's injured I mean this is a guy who is stepping up when his team needs him the most, 
And oh, by the way, they could finish because right now at the All-Star break, they have the best record in the Eastern Conference. So that's the the, the argument yeah. for him there. But I would agree with you if the Sixers, who are not that far back, it's like two and a half games, <laughs> if the Sixers finish with the one seed, maybe even just the two seed, Embiid's going to get it as long as he doesn't get hurt and doesn't have a drop-off. But if the Sixers finish fourth, fifth in the East, I'd have a hard time giving it to him, Ryan. I really would for a team that finishes fourth or fifth in the standings. I, I hear you, and it's a it's a fair point. It's a valid point. It's more than fair. I I think it depends on how the East shapes up. But I, you're right. I, I mean, it, it's it's hard to to validate that. Give it the stamp of approval uh, with a guy that's on like a fourth or fifth place team. Listen, if Harden comes back into this mix, not back, but enters this Philadelphia 76ers mix for the first time, and there's growing pains, and maybe Embiid misses, you know, even three to five games. And that cost the team mm-hmm. a couple wins, right? Like it's not going to take much to make your point. Uh, I, I think, you know, drive home. So I think you're completely, completely onto something. It's going to be a crazy race to the finish. Uh, let's get to some picks coming up on the other side. Plus I want to ask you if I'm onto something with a Philadelphia Eagles future. Oh boy. You'll have to hear me out coming up next. He's Ryan Rothstein, host of the Philadelphia CityCast. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Rejoined now by host of the Philadelphia City Cast. He is Ryan Rothstein. Uh, you follow him on Twitter at Wise Rye. That's R Y E. It's a, it's a clever name. Uh, and uh, <laughs> when it comes to, uh, we talked about Philadelphia in the NBA market here, Joel Embiid for the MVP. I got to throw this out here. I'm considering a futures bet on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Hear me out, Ryan. Why would you do that to yourself? Hear me out. (laughs) If we're looking at a long shot play, like we know the Cincinnati Bengals were a long shot this year, and, and, you know, it's kind of nice to pick out a long shot team. I already believe, and I think everyone can agree, that it is much easier, the path in the NFC than the AFC, Right. The AFC, it's going to be the Bills, it's going to be the Chiefs, the Chargers, the AFC, it's going to be, even the Ravens will be back. So in the NFC, it'll be much easier to get through to the Super Bowl because we don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady's gone, you know, Sean Payton's gone with the Saints, like everybody's in transition. We also know that the NFC East is the worst division in football and a different team has won that division every year going back to the Eagles four-peat, you know, which ended, what, 04 or something like that? Yep. So, why not a team that actually went to the playoffs this year? I think a lot of people forget that, that the Eagles were in the playoffs this year. And if I got this future on them at 40, 50 to 1, if they win the NFC East and get to the playoffs, I could sell off of this thing and make some profit. What's your thoughts? I mean, there, there's just one elephant in the room here, Scott, and that's what the heck are they going to do? What's Howie Roseman going to do uh, at the quarterback position, right? We're, we're hearing a lot of noise 
Uh, they have three draft picks all bunched together. What is it, 15, 16, and 19? Three first round picks. They're in a great spot. Howie, no way he's going to use all three of those picks at all, whether it's a big trade or just a small trade back for a desperate team right behind him. But, you know, are they going to make a serious play for Russell Wilson? Is that even you know, a realistic possibility? There's also been a lot of rumors with the Eagles and Deshaun Watson, although I know he came out or his representation came out, something leaked a few days ago. I think it was the Vikings and I have it written down and the Bucks uh, as two teams that he'd be willing to get traded to. So would he even be willing to get traded to Philly? But can the Eagles pull off that type of move? I mean, if the Eagles bring in Russell Wilson, how many more wins does that get them from this past season? Where, like you said, Scott, they were a playoff team. So you're buying low on a team that can make a big splash in a few weeks or in a couple months. Yeah, or maybe draft a quarterback or yeah. you go with the quarterback that actually got you to the playoffs this year and you possibly grow. Uh, but I think they have weapons on the team. I, I think that, you know, to for all this, the, the heat that the head coach gets, they like I said, they were in the playoffs. So as a long shot play, I, I was dancing around between the Eagles and the Commanders as the two long shot plays because it's the same philosophy with both of those teams. It's pick them in the worst division. They can win the division, get to the playoffs, and then you hedge off of it. And with the commanders, actually, you know, if they, they're a quarterback away, there's a lot of talent on that team, whether it's the skill position guys, Terry McLaurin and Gibson on defense when they're healthy with Chase and Sweat. You know, this is a very, very talented team. If they get the right quarterback in there in Washington, maybe the commanders are the play. I'm I'm never going to get used to calling them the commanders, by no, the way. No. Let, let, I mean, it's just ridiculous. But uh, besides the point, I, I'm with you. And this is um, a, a, a death sentence type of sentence for me to utter. But I like Washington's team. I, I mean, I liked them coming into the year. They had a lot of issues. It didn't pan out for them. They have an elite defensive line and they have a uh, scary Terry. You know, they're, they're they're a quarterback away, right? I think. We're just waiting for the quarterback domino to fall, Scott. Mm -hmm. And then we're just going to see so much movement. But where is Aaron Rodgers going to go? And then I guess Russell Wilson. And then we're going to see, I think, just the uh, the quarterback shuffle here this offseason. Yeah, and then teams will get ready, obviously, for the draft. So uh, new league year begins, uh, I guess, March or something, March 16th maybe. And then uh, obviously the draft at the end of April here in Vegas will be an, uh, a fun time. Uh, with football season now over, what's been your betting focus? Uh, are you doing a lot of college basketball? Are you doing a lot of hockey? Is it NBA for you? What's been kind of dominating your attention? NBA for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm an NBA guy, I guess we can call it. Um, and, you know, the Sixers are, are the talk of the town. I think a lot of people are trying to forget that there's a hockey team in town right now. Mm -hmm. It's just been a sore subject. Like I'm afraid to do an entire show on the Philadelphia Flyers. Like, I don't know what would happen to me. You would need to do a wellness check on me. <laughs> um, you know, no one showing up to the games. Don't even get me started uh, on the fly guys right now. So yeah, I mean, for me personally, it's, it's a ton of NBA it's player props in the NBA. And then, uh, you know, obviously 76ers focused as well. I'm starting to work in college hoops, you know, whenever the Super Bowl ends for me personally, that's when I, I take it up a notch for the college hoop. So I'm starting to, you know, really educate myself in preparation for the tournament. Uh, Villanova, what chance do you get them to go to the final four? As, as good as any, I mean, Jay Wright is immortal 
in, in <laughs> Philadelphia. I mean, the dude has taken that school is smaller than my private high school. I went to, uh, up the road, <laughs> you know, I mean, for anyone that hasn't been to the Villanova campus, uh, it's not necessarily happy Valley, no disrespect to Villanova, you know, but just what he's been able to do there, they're, they're, they're an elite program, right? Like every year you have to put them in, in the conversation, Scott, it's absolutely remarkable. Now this year. They've had a little bit of a, you know, a roller coaster ride, but I, I have no, no doubt that Jay Wright, you know, won't be able to to get it right down the stretch when it matters. So I, I put him in the conversation as good as anyone else. I really do. They are minus two hundred to win the Big East. They're plus four hundred to make the Final Four this season. Uh, up next for the Wildcats is a matchup with Georgetown. Then they got the rematch with UConn. Uh, that they won, and then the big game against Providence, another rematch coming up there. Uh, That game is going to be at home. Listen, they beat Providence already. They beat UConn already. Uh, So those two games going into the conference tournament will be big-time games, but if you're Jay Wright, you're Villanova, you you drop one of those two games, it's okay. You got to get your team ready for the conference tournament. Yeah, absolutely, and and Jay Wright has that down to a, down to a science right now, uh, and and that uh, that conference it's it's their world, you know, and, and everyone else is is seemingly living in it. That's just how it feels over the past, uh, you know, I could say few years, probably longer now at this point. So uh, I think they're in a in a good spot, and it helps to have a player in Colin Gillespie who's been there for what seven years, right? <laughs> I think seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> I I have a thing in college basketball where it's like just bet on the teams. If there's a player that you think has been there too long, bet on right. that team, right? He's it, like uh, he's like Robbie Hummel or McNamara, like Perry Ellis, Syracuse. you know, like yeah, like, yeah. yeah Perry Ellis yeah. was at Kansas for like twelve years. I'm I'm convinced exactly. of that, you know. And yes, yeah, McNamara was at Syracuse for like eight, and that's <laughs> exactly the same thing with Colin Gillespie, yeah. who I feel like has been at Villanova for ten years. Uh, Ryan, yeah. while I have you, you're a Philly guy. I got to ask you the question, okay? Have you watched the Fresh Prince reboot? And do you have thoughts? <laughs> I have not watched it. Um, I don't know what to think of it, man. I, I I sort of want to want to say like forgetting Sarah Marshall, the movie, like do less. Yeah. You know, it's it seems <laughs> like they're forcing things like into some like not weird, but weird like drama. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm running to to sit down and watch it. So I wasn't. I was very against it. Because listen, I grew up on the Fresh Prince. This was, you know, I, yeah. I, it was my show. I watched the first two episodes, and I don't hate it. Like, wow. it, I'm not saying that I like. I'm into it. Like, I like it. Like, it's a must watch. But I don't hate it. You're going to keep watching, of course. Yeah, I mean, I'm, okay. well, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a completist. So if I start yes. something, I got, I have to finish it. But okay. I am, I do not hate it. First episode's got a lot of Philly scenes because obviously they're setting up the background. You know, they 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 do throw in a cheesy line. You know, got in one little fight and my mom got scared. But uh, nice. it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. I'll give it that. Uh, so give it a I, shot. I am curious. Give it a shot. And then, uh, are you a Patch Geno's or Tony Luke's guy? Oh, man, you're gonna you're gonna get me you're gonna get me killed here. Um, <laughs> and listen, it's. Those are great tourist spots, but um, 
you know, Jim's, Jim's. there's some okay. other Alessandro's, yep. you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's some other ones, but if I have to go Pat's or Gino's, I've typically leaned Pat's in my life. Or the, Hey, Hey, the, you know, uh, the, the, the uh, Tony Luke special is a good one there. Oh, as yeah. well. Tony Luke's is awesome, but yeah. I, I go, uh, I go, uh, uh, the pork or roast beef. Yes. At Tony Luke. Yes. The yeah. pork or the roast beef. Absolutely. With the broccoli Rob. In season. Oh my goodness. In season. Yes. Ryan, appreciate yeah. the time and the conversation. Got to get you out to Vegas soon, uh, but we'll talk again uh, getting into more Philly sports, man. Uh, uh, keep doing the great work on the CityCast as well. I appreciate you, Scott. Thank you so much for having me, man. There he is. Ryan Rothstein, host of the Philadelphia CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers for us here at VSIN. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead on the Sports Betting Network. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN has a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VSIN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th for only $29. Sign up now and get our daily best bets emails, 24 7 video access. The upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to vcn.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. This deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. Visit vcn.com slash madness to sign up today. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on vcn, the sports betting network, and Speaking of madness, number 17 USC was an 11.5-point favorite over Washington. And they were dominating the entire game. However, at the end, they allowed Washington to walk right in the back door as USC gets the win 76 to, or excuse me, 79 to 69. They win by 10. They do not 
cover. So Washington gets the cover. Uh, number three, Arizona. They won, but they failed to cover because they were minus 23 and a half. They win 83-69 against Oregon State. Uh, number 13, UCLA. Um, they were minus eight and a half against Washington State. Number 14, Houston was minus 14. Again, uh, number 19, Murray State was minus 19 in their games, and they all covered uh, with Murray State winning 91-59, Houston 70-52, and UCLA 76-56. So that was your top 25 wrap-up in college hoops. Coming up on Friday, um, in terms of your top 25 action, there is no top 25 teams in action on Friday. But Saturday, Saturday will be a fun day because we got some great matchups. You have Illinois-Michigan State. That is a noon Eastern time tip-off. The last time these two teams played, it was Michigan State, uh, excuse me, it was Illinois winning 56-55. And in that game, there was a comeback by uh, Michigan State who was trailing by 14 points at the end of the first half. And they came all the way back. But Illinois held on to win the game playing without Coffee Cockburn. So this rematch is going to be interesting. Uh, that game was um, in Illinois. This one is going to be at Michigan State. So that game is uh, taking place on Saturday. That is the first of some big top 25 rematches on your schedule. You have Texas Tech against Texas. These two teams just played each other about a week and a half ago or something. Uh, Texas Tech won 77-64. to 64. Um, and that was a little, you know, Chris Beard, former team, all that stuff. So Texas Tech, Texas. This time uh, that game is being played in Austin. That is a 12.30 Eastern time tip-off. You have number 25, Alabama, at number four, Kentucky. That is going to be a fun game between those two teams. Uh, Kentucky won the first time these two teams played 66-55. That game was obviously at Alabama. You also, sticking in the SEC, will have number eight, number 16, Tennessee, at number 23, Arkansas. Uh, and this is the first matchup between these two teams who will face each other again the final game of the regular season. Uh, that is it for your top 25 matchups, but other top 25 teams are in action. Villanova's hosting Georgetown. Duke welcomes in Florida State. Kansas is at West Virginia. Uh, Gonzaga's at Santa, uh, Gonzaga's hosting Santa Clara, Arizona hosts Oregon, UCLA hosts Washington, um, Ohio State welcomes in Iowa, Florida hosts Auburn, so lots of top 25 uh, college basketball, big day for top 25 college basketball on Saturday, and a couple of top 25 teams in action on Sunday, including number five Purdue at home against Rutgers. The Scarlet Knights have been giant killers. Rutgers has now won four straight games against 
ranked opponents. They beat number 13, Michigan State, number 16, Ohio State, number 14, Wisconsin, and number 12, Illinois. Four straight wins for Rutgers. And that is something for an unranked team to accomplish that has just been uh, absolutely tremendous, something that has rarely been done. However, going up against Purdue, don't know if the upset streak can continue. Ron Harper Jr., their leading scorer, injured his hand in the win against Illinois, and he is questionable. He's listed as day-to-day. He's questionable for the game on Sunday against Purdue. Uh, Steve Peichel, the head coach, said, quote, anytime one of my players gets hurt, I'm concerned. And Rutgers is the first team. So here we go. They're the first team in Division I to win four straight games against ranked teams since Michigan State closed out their 2019 season with four straight wins over ranked teams. And in that game, um, Ron Harper Jr. had 16 points and eight rebounds. And earlier this season, Rutgers upset then number one Purdue, 70 to 68, when Ron Harper Jr. had 30 points, 10 rebounds, and hit the game-winning three-pointer just inside half court to get the win. It was the first game for Purdue as the number one team in the nation. They go to the rack, and Rutgers upsets them. 70 to 68. Think about this Rutgers team now. They are 16 and 9 on the season. And yeah, some of their losses are whatever. But wins over number one Purdue. And then this streak right here against the four ranked opponents. I don't know if they can beat Purdue on the road, especially without Ron Harper. I don't like it. They do play Wisconsin again at the rack. If they win that game, we're talking about uh, six wins over top 25 opponents this year. This is a tournament team. And right now, you look at the Big Ten standings. Purdue is atop the Big Ten at 12-4. and four. Then Wisconsin at 11-4. and four. Illinois 11-4. and four. Ohio State's at 9-4. and four. Rutgers is at 10-5. and five. In the Big Ten standings. You know, when this season's all said and done, and there's five games left in the regular season, you know, Rutgers could find itself as one of a, one of the top seeds in the Big Ten Conference Tournament. Win a couple of games, and all of a sudden, you go from outside on the bubble, you know, a uh, first four team out, or, you know, something like that, to last Four team in. And that could be something to certainly uh, take a look at here. Uh, haven't seen any bracket yet. Um, Rutgers, okay. So right now on ES by Joe Lenardi, who does a tremendous job putting together the brackets. 
Rutgers is the next four out. So not the first four out, the next four out. But I'm telling you, that's going to change. A couple more wins here against some ranked teams. And they will find themselves uh, into the tournament. Lenardi right now has the one seeds as Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, and Kentucky. And to make the final four, it's Gonzaga as the favorite, then Arizona plus 200, Purdue plus 220, Kentucky plus 220, Auburn plus 220, Duke plus 240. Those are your odds to make the final four. Not to win the national championship. To win the national championship, Gonzaga is the favorite at plus 400. Then Arizona plus 800. Kentucky plus 900. Auburn plus 1,000. Purdue plus 1,000. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir. S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumber5Casino.com. High Five Casino. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details.